How much time till we're on? What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Certainly is. Welcome to a Wednesday night edition of the show. Hello to our listeners on the Super Radio Network. 2SM, 2HD in Newcastle, plenty of stations. 2GF. 2GF, yes, uh, in Griffith, Grafton. Grafton. Grafton, yes, of course. Uh, 104.1 as well. Uh, Down at Tweed, Radio Tweed. How am I going? Radio 9070s. Of course. Uh, Hello, uh, SEN stations. 1170 Sydney, 693 AM in Brizzy, 1620 on the Gold Coast, SEN track stations, SEN Fanatic, and also those listening via the SEN app. By the way, uh, Scott Sattler, welcome to the show. Thank you. I've had two massive chocolate chip cookies and I feel crook. Your miso gave me that cookie today. So crook. Mine's starting to repeat on me as well. There's plenty of dough in that, wasn't there? Mm. Uh, you can uh, get us on our socials, TikTok, Sports Day, SEN. I'm not giving you mouth to mouth. Again. Uh, Instagram, SENQ. Twitter, Sports Day, New South Wales. Or grab a podcast of the show, Sports Day, New South Wales. Hey, I missed the show the last couple of nights. I know you've rubbished me. Mm. You've given a serve to Jimmy Smith, who yep. does afternoons on SEN, who deserves it. Absolutely. Des- he had a crack at us. Oh, about taking rugby league to Vegas. What's the latest on that? Because Jimmy, Jimmy, is... oh, he's on his he's on his high horse. You know, he, he well, gets on his, is American. Yeah, he right? gets on his soapbox. He goes, "Why wouldn't we take it? It's like the F one. Well, it's nothing it's not. like the F one. And Jimmy needs to do some research because I'm hearing the fields in Vegas mm-hmm. that the rugby league that push the button. Oh, sorry, rugby league. The rugby league would be played on. <laughs> yeah, are not wide enough. What for rugby league games? Geez, you're good, Jimmy. Do your research. Yeah. James Smythe. He was so, I saw him on Sunday at Magic Round. Yeah. And he was so angry. Mm. He was so angry at me and you for our comments we made Friday afternoon. It is a junket if this game goes oh, don't to get Las me wrong, Vegas. I'd like to go. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, we all would. Mm. And it's, I mean, it's only a junket if you're not involved. And we're not going to use it as a tax write-off and also to catch up with family members. Yes, that's right, Jimmy. Like Jimmy will be. So, anyway. Um, anyway, uh, hello to Mark, the Uber driver. I want to say a quick shout-out to Mark. Pick me up on Monday in Brizzy. Loves Sports Day. He was one of the first people involved with the Coomera Cutters Rugby League Club. I didn't realise that only started in, like, mid to like about 2015, 16, or around that then time. Then there's the almost Shearers. Yes. Yeah. So, hello to Mark. Loves his rugby league. Did you give him five stars? Oh, I did. And did you give him a tip? On yeah, because it was on the work account. <laughs> no, I did. I didn't do that. I did, because you're not allowed to do that on the work account, are you? No, you're not. In fact, I'm not allowed to be using the work account. Mm. That's the other big issue. So hello to you, Mark. I hope you're listening tonight. Hey, on the show, uh, Sharks prop and one of our faves here on Sports Day, Toby Rudolph. He yeah. will talk to anyone at the moment, Sats. Mm. Yeah, well, he hasn't got a lot to do other than try and recover. I mean, it is difficult to come back from injury, so he's spending a lot of time with his turf toe to try and get back. Um, what is is that? 
it's like you're not cleaning your toenail. Under we'll, your we'll ask him. Yeah, we'll ask him right. what it is. But it's usually around your tear ligaments in a in a toe joint. Right. Not toe jam. Toe joint. So. Um, so you smoke that. We'll talk to him and <laughs> Daddy Vasswood. But um, yeah, we'll talk to him about his what? recovery. Also, I want to get his opinion and his reply, his retort. Oh, nice. From some of the comments made by Blake Braley when we spoke to him last week. He's a good lad. Oh, yes. Good that's lad. right. Yeah, good chance to have a crack. Uh, 0457 736 736 is our text number if you want to be involved in the show tonight. Or 1300 01170 is our number. Rooster Muzz has been on the text early. Yes, Fat Pizza did raise the Sarvo. We'll get the latest on that tonight uh, with our New South Wales Greyhound chat with Simon Orchard. Plus, he's got a couple of tips tonight for Wendy Parker. Great debate tonight. Um, should we give a teaser on the great debate? What did you want to talk about? I don't know. You're the one that put the run sheet together. What yeah. are we talking about? I better have a look at that. Um, hey, can I just say, we mm-hmm. uh, we had a shot at you on Monday about your stalking of Cam Murray over the weekend, Magic Round. You are staying in a hotel, and all of a sudden you found that South Sydney is staying in the same hotel, and... And you got all oh, pre-warned and, and clammy and clammy. And Saturday morning, you see Cam Murray up at the buff. Wait, the buffet. You're, you're you're downplaying this. My two greatest, the two greatest things in my life are buffets. Yep. and Cam Murray, and they're all in the one. It was postcode. It was. I can't say that word starting an O, but it was amazing. Yeah. So um, awesome. Uh, <laughs> that no. starts with an A. <laughs> oh, I know. You idiot. So that was David Tua. Remember him on Wheel of Fortune? No. They said. Uh, do you want to bow? He goes, yeah, no. And they go, and the first letter was over. He goes, awesome. <laughs> and um, anyway, so listeners, Woogie makes his way up to the buffet and becomes like a genuine jock sniffer like he is. And so, g'day, Cam. How are you? I'm friends with the Sattlers. And, no, I didn't say that at all. I said he, I work so, with Scott so Sattler. So Cam goes, oh. You weren't there. Anyway, but fast forward, <laughs> Sunday morning, and he sees Cam Murray again. At the buffet. Head battered from the game the night before. He had about six stitches across his eyelid. And you went and annoyed him again. Yes. So the thing about this, listeners, is that <laughs> up the left-hand end is the the hot food. The chicken chipotles, <laughs> yeah. the oh, bacon. They were good. Oh, the, the bacon. The scrambled eggs. Yeah, I had... I had the omelette. And the far end, the far right end... Where I never the, go. ...is the fruit bowl. Yes. So... <laughs> Cam's obviously at the fruit bowl. And I'm on the left. He's getting bananas and apples and <laughs> and doing what he does. Yep. And Woogie's looking at all this stuff going, what is this with this funny texture of skin? I what? said to him, what's this yellow thing? He said, that's pineapple. <laughs> I'm going, right, okay. So you've actually given up one of your greatest loves, which is eating yeah. everything at the buffet. Yeah. To go and annoy Cam Murray again. At the fruit section. You are embarrassing. Oh, it was great though. Oh, how good were the bunny? I know, I know it's Wednesday and we've got the West Tigers coming up this weekend. But, geez, it was good. Magic Round. I, haven't, I mean, I haven't seen you since Magic Round. We were mm. there every day. But, God, it was amazing. It was, yeah, it, was awesome. it, it was a wonderful. Even walking back late at night up Caxton Street, looking at all the people having fun and then going back, to, walking back into the city to our hotel, it was just an amazing thing to be a part of. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to be in the Caxton Hotel with 3,000 others and it, it looked like they were having a good time. Mm. But it was just amazing to walk the streets of yeah. Brizzy on Friday, Saturday and Sunday night. Yeah, it's amazing. So good, so good. Yeah, it's a great vibe. It's a really good vibe and it's all in good, good humour as well, which is, uh, which is fantastic. Um, and it, it's, if anyone thinks Magic Round is leaving Brisbane, then 
than not all. I mean, Jimmy Smith probably thinks it's going to leave Brisbane. He thinks it should go to anywhere in America. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Idaho. Yeah. Um, but I'm Michigan. <laughs> so I'm telling you right now, it ain't leaving Brisbane because the NRL own a pub in Caxton Street. Yeah, Gambaros. That so was then, packed as well. Oh, chockers. So it's not going anywhere. Hey, did you uh, read about this story today? A woman survives in a Victorian bush for five days. Takes, gets out of the car, takes a wrong turn in the bush, goes for a bushwalk, and goes missing for five days. They found her, and she survived on lollies and a bottle of wine. What? And I thought, Is this your missus? I thought, my wife hasn't been missing for five days. But the funny thing about it is that she doesn't drink this lady. She had the bottle of wine because yep. she was going to give it as a gift to someone. Yep. She survived on a bottle of wine. I'll tell you why. The bit I knew it wasn't your wife, the yep. lovely Beck, was it was only one bottle. <laughs> she, she, just in case, she'd walk through with a case. Yeah. Drink wise. Yes. People. Yeah, drink wise. Yeah. Always remember to drink wise. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I've got a story for you if you want it. Yep. How about this? I don't know if I'm happy for him or sad. Robert De Niro announced today on TV that he's just had his seventh kid at the age of 79. What? Are you serious? It, Come on, that's ridiculous. You know, I read somewhere that his, his oldest son is 51 and he's just had his seventh kid. Think about this. Like I was done with How kids. How would that happen? Oh, well, what happens is a are man takes. Like, are people still? <laughs> you want like, to explain? Are they still doing it at seventy nine? I well, he... danger. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> um, some people haven't even done it at seventy nine. By the time they're seventy nine, yeah, you, I, you, yeah, Adrian. No, no, but seriously, seriously, like I, I was done with having kids at the age of forty, right? Mm. I couldn't imagine it. The age of seventy eight, going. You know what? I like getting up at three in the morning. Let's have let's have one, Dale. I don't know how old the mummy. We don't even know who the mummy is. Yeah, but it's seventy nine years of age. Don't you just want to sleep through the whole night? Yeah. Oh, and and through the day. Yeah. <laughs> but can I just say round of applause? Yeah. For being able to do that at the age of seventy. Hope I'm eight. able to at seventy nine. What do you mean? Not punch kids out. What? But you know, just. Yeah. What? I hope I'm... Have sex. Still, yeah. You know, got the juices flowing at 79. <laughs> what, 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 yeah. what? What? I just hope I am. It's Kyla Jackie on. <laughs> you can't... This will be you when you're 79. <laughs> That's your mating call, isn't it? Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. Amongst all our listeners, I want to bring this back on track. Yep. 0457 736 736. What's who? Which one of our listeners has got kids at the older stage? Has had a child at the older stage? I couldn't imagine there's anyone listening to us over the age of forty who's had a kid. Mm. I couldn't because by then you're going, oh, life's pretty comfortable. Kids are in school. Don't have to get up early anymore. I can sleep all night. You know what I mean? You, what about you, Steve? Stephen Dubbo. Yeah. How old is he? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Um, how old were you? like were you over forty when you had a child? Want to hear from you uh, tonight? Uh, big stories around uh, rumours that Ben Hornby. I hate talking about rumours, particularly when it comes to coaches. But there is a rumour around that Ben Hornby, Hornby will take over from Hook 
Anthony Griffin in about two to three weeks' time. Yeah. What's this based on? He's at on? South at the moment. And, um, well, so it's based on how, I suppose, how erratic the situation is at the moment. So, I mean, it's fair to say that Anthony Griffin won't be there and, and I think Anthony Griffin's result. Well, won't be there next year, He won't be there next year. But is there anyone better to take over? Well, the way they're going at the moment, it's, it's probably an argument to say that that anyone could take over that has any some coaching experience. So, Can I ask you this question? Yeah. Do you reckon the players are not putting in because they want him gone? No, absolutely not. No, it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. I've really? Been, I've been at a club when a the Panthers in 2001. In 2000, we finished fourth or fifth after regular season. I thought we should have gone close to winning it. 2001, we came last because there was a group of players that, that felt as though that the club needed to move on from Roy Simmons. I thought Royce was a great coach, and I really enjoyed his coaching, and he's a tremendous guy. But it destabilised the club. But never once did any of those players run out in that field or didn't train hard during the week because, one, though they didn't want to – try and, um, I suppose, fracture their careers themselves and the way they'll be seen by other clubs or the fans or how they'll look on TV. So, you know, pride always play, plays a part in a person's performance. So they, they never they never tried to stifle any of the games. So And I don't think they'd be doing that either. And But Glenn and Shell Harbour makes a really good point here as well. Some love needed for Benny Hunt's 300th yep. game. This has really flown under the radar, to be quite honest for me. If the Dragons cannot lift for um, the one-man band of the last two years. All is lost. Uh, and it's a good point around Benny Hunt because he has played a huge part and both of them have played a huge part in their lives. Anthony Griffin coached him as a junior at the Broncos. They're both Rockhampton boys as well. When Benny Hunt was at the Brisbane Broncos, Anthony Griffin coached him in the very first NYC year in 2008. Benny Hunt was the captain and the player of the, the under-20s comp that year, the national 20s comp. So they've had a, a really good relationship for many, many years. So um, I think it's really important that, that Hook is there for you – know, many were thinking it would happen this week when they're spending the week in Townsville. But I think it's really important that Anthony Griffin's there for Ben Hunt's 300th game. Mm. They played a really, they played a major role in each other's careers. Yeah, and I – Well I, done, Glenn. Let's, let's focus on Ben Hunt's 300th. Let's forget the Hook stuff. Mm. What will be will be. One of the greats of the game, Benny Hunt. One of the most malo- – um, he's – I've got to say, he's he's always created a lot of debate, mm. Benny, about mm. what position should he play, should he be in the team, shouldn't he be in the team, is he worth a million dollars? I think he's proven at the at the back yep. portion of his career that what well, doesn't matter what team he played in, he would be the most important player in the side. And his career's gotten better since he was the uh, ambassador for the VB aftershave yeah, as well. Remember absolutely. that? Absolutely. His career took off. Yeah, as soon as he started advertising for that. Once that soaked into his skin, yeah, he was like Superman. Mm. But you know what? I, I take the and when it comes to Anthony Griffin, and I know Dragon supporters, most are probably in favour of Anthony Griffin going because he hasn't had the success on the field. But when Benny Hunt supports a man like Hook, and I, and we love Hook on this show, we'll openly say that and criticise him when, yeah, when we need to as well, but. But yeah. um, And we worked with Andrew McCulloch over the weekend and he speaks very highly of Anthony Griffin's coaching. And as a man, I, you know what, I listen to that than the whinging of younger players from nowadays. Well, it, it's fair to say that it just hasn't worked. And maybe the yep. personality, uh, the, the modern day personality 
of, of Anthony Griffin, how tough he is as a, as a coach on his players. At times, he cares for his players as well. Obviously, it just hasn't worked. And um, Sats, I've got to stop you. Need to part I, I've got to stop you, mate. For the second time in Sports Day's history, we've got a female caller. I don't know what to do. Everybody listening, guys, <laughs> behave yourself. There's a lady in the room. Kathy from Penrith, how are you? Oh, the ref. I'm well. How are you? We're very good. On your way home from I work? Oh, uh, yeah, sort of, yeah. I always listen to your program. Oh, good Thank on you. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Are you driving at the, M- the M4 now at the moment? Oh, shit. I've got onto the bloody um, <laughs> highway, Great Western Highway, actually. Right, okay. Going by M4's Kathy's. M4's a nightmare, basically. Yeah, I'm glad it's you yeah. and not me. And, no, I am. Um, Yes, how can I help you? I'm, I'm, trying to find, I'm trying to find a spare passenger so I can zip up the um, transit lane <laughs> at the moment. But anyway, uh, I had my twins when I was two months short of my 48th birthday. Oh, wow. What? what? And was it planned, Kathy? Was it planned? Yeah. I, I'd been married, I'd divorced, and then um, I'd met another man sort of thing and he was always oh let's get married and have kids i'm like no 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 let's not let's not you know and anyway eventually yep we got married and yep got pregnant had the kids when i had the twins my youngest was 17 my next was 19 and my oldest was 20 uh 25 fantastic inbuilt babysitters in the house how good's that i love kathy how you said i met another bloke sort of thing yeah yeah it's it's love <laughs> yeah, well, we put- yeah, I kept on saying, no, 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 I'm not doing that, you know. And, um, yeah, and actually, they twins will turn 12 this year and they're off to high school next year. Oh, how wow. good. Wow. How? That's awesome. That's awesome. That's, you know, you know what, you know what Kathy, though? My girl, my twins are nearly 16, and I, I just, I wish they were between the age of 6 and 10 again because they were cute and nice, <laughs> and I was younger. You know what no, I mean? No, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go naught to about six months, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Kathy, uh, thank you for being our second ever female caller to Sports Day. We can all go back to being impolite to each other now that you're getting off the phone, okay? Thank you, Freddie, and um, go Queensland. Thanks. No worries. Thank Buddy you. says, I, just, ha- I had my, just had my daughter at 51. And on the other end of the scale, we've got Fitzy. He says, I went the other way, had my son at 16. Yeah, wow. Fitzy. There you go. Well, Fitzy only looks about 27. Yeah, true. Hey, we've got to go to a break, by the way, because uh, on the way, Toby Rudolph, who's bored as uh, at home, he's out of rug- rugby league for a while now. Uh, when we when we do come back, we'll talk to Toby. And then after, oh, we need to talk about the Eels missing out on Jaden Campbell. Yeah, true. true. We, need, we need to, just for Steve Dubbo's yeah. Yeah. purpose, we need to bash the Eels. Now, before we get to the break, 262 says, boys, is Simon Orchard from New South Wales Greyhounds, the former Australian kookaburra. Yes. Correct weight, he is. He's a good man. Yep. Although he drinks Bacardi Breezes. Yeah. And that's okay. Who Anyone are we to judge? what they want to do, yeah. Toby Rudolph joins us next on Sports Day. Stick around. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. Further out to his left. Back to the right. Toby Rudolph. Unstoppable! The man who was going to be a warrior. 
said, no, I want to stay a shark, and this is why. Oh, that's just desirable. Yeah, look at him go, scoring tries left, right and centre. Sats, he was also at Magic Round as a spectator on the weekend. He's been out for well over a month now. I'm just surprised over... he didn't end up in the bubble with... Fletch and Hindy. Oh, jeez. He'd still be uh, disinfecting himself if he was. Mm. I, I tell you what, we've been told he's caught an itch uh, from Magic Round. We better get to that. That's the breaking news to Toby Rudolph. Welcome to Sports Day. Yeah, hey, boys. Thanks for having me on. Feeling very itchy. <laughs> now, I'm assuming the itch is because you watched all that football over the weekend. You want to get back on the paddock? Or was it something you caught on Caxton Street? No, no, no. It was. I didn't actually venture to catch the street this time, unfortunately. Although I was very keen. Um, but no, it was uh, purely football related. Um, seeing the team perform not to their, you know, their best standard of play. I think thirty points were put on us in the first half, and it's sort of a bit, you know, when you're watching on TV, it's a bit of a different feeling to being at the game, and you're you're seeing your team struggle, and it just makes you want to get back out there mm. so much more. So now it's official. It's official. I have got the itch from Brisbane for Magic Round. Yeah, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts when you can't do anything and you're injured and you're seeing your, your teammates out there struggling a bit. Now, what's going on with the hair? Is it growing back quickly or what? It is growing back, but I'm, I'm keeping it short. I've already had a couple of haircuts, getting a nice fresh fade going and trying to see what the, uh, the shorter side of hair life looks like. <laughs> now, you had surgery uh, back at the start of April on that, that toe Toe injury, foot slash toe injury. What's How, it, what's it called? What's the injury called? Great toe. Is that right? It's no. called great toe or something. That's that's you guys need to read between the lines for more. It's incorrect. Uh, no, it is turf toe. Pretty much did turf toe. Turf toe. Turf toe is where you just kick the ground. Is that right? Hard. Um, that's why well, you can you know you can kick the turf. I don't know if that's exactly turf toe. Um, um, turf toe is essentially ligaments in your big toe that become irritated. So usually it's an overuse injury. Uh, but somehow I managed to sort of get it out in one big hit uh, where I required surgery. So I ripped some ligaments off the bone in the big foot. Couldn't tell you what bones they were. They were very <laughs> medical sounding, so I can't really remember. Toe yep. bones. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the best injury. The metatarsal. Now, your good mate Liam Knight, uh, you must have been proud of him, seeing him back on the field out at Wagga playing second grade a couple of weeks ago and then getting back into the NRL last week. Yeah, 100%. I was, I don't even know, I was stupidly proud. I mean... You know, he and I were sort of discussing and he was getting asked that right and said, oh, what are you going to be back playing first grade? And, you know, the general sort of throw-up response, three or four weeks, which he and I both sort of was, was discussing, thinking that'd be sort of around when he would be back. But he did enough in, in that one game in Wagga and they had a few injuries and a few, um, a bit of stuff on with players not being able to make, go up to Brisbane. So he got the call up straight away and did quite well in his first game. I sort of saw some snippets and um, it's really good to see him being back to where he belongs, playing in top grade and, Excelling doing so, mate. Um, that was a that was a big loss to the Dolphins. Not 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 just on the scoreboard, but they, just they pride wise. Yeah, pride yeah. wise on, on the weekend. How's that being handled uh, around the club this week? Yeah, look, obviously I'm not um, in the everyday sort of uh, nitty gritty team meetings and stuff anymore. Being injured, but um, it was addressed, and it, it wasn't the best performance. We're trying to sort of search for reasons why. It just seems that. On the night, whether it was you know Wayne's 100th or whatever it was, that the Dolphins were keen to play, we were ready and to go, and we weren't. Um, they, they hit us in the mouth, and we had no response. And uh, you know you can't win comps and that sort of stuff. And it's it's been a bit of an internal review. Not the end of the world. You know you can't lose comps this time of year. You can't win them either. So look on the next week versus Manly this week on Saturday, I believe, and um, looking to put 
what we've learned from that game in place into action on Saturday. So you're not around the club. What, what are you doing? What, what, how, apart from talking to us, how are you filling in your time? I caught up with three people today for coffee, separately. <laughs> I had three coffees today. Usually I don't drink coffee, so my guts are a bit heavy going at the moment. Um, that's one way. Also, lots of Nintendo. I've got a few young mates uh, where I live in Maruba that, that come around and play a bit of Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, and also have a dog that needs to be walked. So that's yeah. sort of where my time gets fitted up. Yeah, nice, nice. Now, we interviewed one of your teammates, Blake Braley. Great interview, great kid. He He's was. caused some little bit, of, little bit of cheek. controversy, little bit of cheek. So we we went through and asked him a, a few questions um, outside of on the field, and one of the questions around mm. who's the teammate that you think could get up in front of a crowd and do a comedy skit. Now, just listen to this, Toby. This is his response. If you're all in a comedy club, okay, you're all sitting there, and the comedian for the night that you're going to watch suddenly falls ill, and the the host of the night says, is there anyone in the crowd that can get up on stage and keep the crowd entertained telling jokes for 10 or 15 minutes? Who from the Cronulla Sharks would be that person? Oh, that's so easy. Toby Rudolph. (laughs) He just... He's he's both weird and funny, and <laughs> the jokes definitely won't be PG. Oh, he'll get butt naked. He'll get he'll do anything he can just to make the crowd laugh. It's always a good time. So, is that true or false? You just love your nudity. Fact, true. He's <laughs> uh, a great well, kid. Now, the, there, can I just get an example yeah. of it? Say you're on stage, Toby. What 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 sort of gear would you do? Is there a, is there a joke that you could just pull out of your back hop, uh, back pocket and just roll with? Well, he's nude, so he doesn't have a back pocket. At okay, the it, yeah. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't um, I don't want to know where you're pulling it out of then. But what would what sort of gear would you deliver on stage? What gear am I handing out to the to the patrons? Um, no. I'm pretty sure it's illegal in most states and territories, yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the jokes I'd go with. I've got a few dad jokes up my sleeve that'd get the crowd going, and if they if they failed and all those failed, I would just sort of get nude and just see see what happens. Yeah. So yeah. probably back to paddy wagon. Good plan. Good plan. Okay. Oh, There's going to be a question after this, but this is also Blake Braley talking about. I said, yeah, who's the king of who's the king of Cronulla? And then I said, you know, has, yeah. has Nico got any, any negatives about him? This is his response. You're living in the Shire, great yeah, place yeah. to live. Uh, who's the king of the Shire? Obviously, it's hard to go past Nico Hines. He's, you can catch him most days down at the water um, with his shirt off, tanning, with <laughs> yeah. him a fireball. He's, <laughs> he's living it up at the moment. He's got that Heath Ledger look about him, hasn't he? The, oh, he the does. Hair. Yeah. There's got to be something that's negative about him. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if there's anything too much, but maybe his hygiene. He's um, yeah, pretty yeah. pretty well known not to shower. I think um, that wet hair look is actually some sweat and grease that's just <laughs> built up over time. So yeah. if anything, it's probably that. Okay, so the question is, if you had to put Blake Braley and Nico Hines into a cage match, Ooh. who wins the fight? The battle of the bad teeth, eh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd have to... <laughs> Battle of the Braces. Um, oh, you know what? I'm actually going to go Blake. Um, purely because Blake plays in the middle every week, tackling 110 kilo blokes when he's only 80 kilos himself. Yep. He's a little tenacious bulldog. He has admitted to me that he can throw them before. Nico has not. Nico did grow up in the Central Coast, in Yamaha, where it is a bit rough and tumble. But Blake grew up in the bad streets of Menai in the Shire. So I'm going to have to give it to my main man, Blake Braley. Uh, okay, now, 
When Toby Rudolph's watching movies and he's got a choice of any genre, action, thriller, rom-com, true crime, what's the go-to genre? Probably, probably, um, what do you call it? Animation, like Disney, Disney oh, movies okay. and stuff. Really? What? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love they're my favourites. I reckon of all time. But if if we're talking adult proper movies, uh, comedy or rom com, I do like to laugh and fall in love. But who doesn't, you know? Yeah. Okay. Just, I'm just going back to that cage fight. Yeah. Would Cam McGuinness be the uh, the referee controlling the fight? If we're talking bad teeth, mm. is he controlling the fight? <laughs> um, yeah, he'd be the adjudicator, the referee, and the official. <laughs> okay, late night snack. It's 2.30. The Sharkies just had a great win on a Friday night. And Toby Rudolph gets the three or the six Dalian points now. And you're just you're just pumping. And you're heading down to Northies, wherever you're going to go. And then it's 2.30 in the morning. You're starting to head home. I better go get some sleep. Got rehab tomorrow. I've got a pizza shop. I've got a kebab shop. Which one does Toby Rudolph go to? Well, usually kebab shops sell pizza slices. So I've got to go to the kebab shop. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. You're a pizza man. Also, I love garlic sauce as well. <laughs> Are you? Am I a pizza man? You're a, I'm, no, you're an, a, I'm a pizza. I'm a kebab. I'm a ch- chico rolls. The finest of the fast food. Mm. And I love those little dims. Don't ask the next question because the next question, I feel like we're we're, we're hosting. It's Kyle and Jackie. Yeah, no, this one. Don't do the next one. This one's more about. Um, because you, you're, you're a funky character, you're an interesting character, and I love it. Do you get many fans dropping into your, your DMs, your direct messages on social media? Um, uh, yeah, here and there, but I don't really look at it or read it. Because yep. uh, I've, I've known that a lot of people will, you know, sort of, when I was in, in my younger days in my career a few years ago, and like, people started messing me out of the blue, and I thought I was really cool. Oh, these people are taking the time out of the day to message me, how nice is this? Um, but yeah, these days I don't really uh, read a whole lot, and you know, every time I do, it's, it's always positive. I, I get very few negative comments, but um, yeah, I'm not really too much to sort of fuss over the comments and the DMs. Yeah, good stuff. Now, what's the return date? What what round are we looking at? Round eleven this week. What what's the uh, what's the best looking yeah. round for you? So it's either going to be round sixteen or eighteen because we have a buy round seventeen. Um, so round sixteen, if all things are going well and I'm feeling good and uh, I'm able to, to play or round 18 if, if not. Round 18 is the, the sort of back-ended date. Right, yeah, mate. Well, good luck with it all. I might just ask this. I've been asking a lot of uh, friends of the show this recently and we've had some pretty good answers. Mate, who do you admire the most? Which player in the NRL right now? Well, currently he's playing. Oh, cur- currently, um, right now. Yeah, okay, okay. Admire the most. Who do you like oh, to watch? It's really hard to That's... go with another team. Yeah. Yeah, who do I like to watch? You know what? I remember when Ruben Cotter first started playing uh, a couple of years ago, and I saw he was this, you know, not too tall in stature, but he was just having a red-hot crack, and I would ask Josh Hannay about him because he was at the Cowboys, obviously, a couple of years ago, our, our, one of our assistant coaches, and just sort of get the bear on him. And, and even when I watch him now, he's just... Just relentless, non-stop, yeah. strong carries. And I just, you, know, you, you can always go for a little bloke playing in the middle. It's just yeah. so easy to root for him. I reckon you may have played against him, Toby, when you were at the Redcliffe Dolphins and he was at the Mackay Cutters. I reckon you would have was played against him. Was he playing back then, was yeah, he? Yeah, he was a hooker. He, he had a knee Was recon- he a hooker? He had three knee reconstructions and came back and decided to give it another go. But I reckon you may have crossed paths, Toby. Mm. 
Yeah, right. He probably ran over me, so I'd rather not think about that. <laughs> Hooker <laughs> ran over you, right, yeah. yeah. Hey, mate, listen, best of luck with the rest of that recovery. We've got to get you back out on the footy field, and you are no doubt bored. Oh, you'll be humming for the finals. How good's that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let the boys do all the groundwork throughout the season. Get you to the finals, bang! No, just come in and take all the glory. Exactly, yeah. Clive Churchill <laughs> yeah, medal. That's a love it. Yeah. That's how you do it, Clean mate. As. <laughs> mate, we appreciate. We know you're flat out at the moment. You yeah. got you got so much on your plate. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you taking our call again <laughs> on Sports Day, Toby. No worries, boys. We've got heaps of calls to answer now, so I've got to go. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Go See and you, do your tax. Yeah. See you, mate. Yeah. Super busy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here. And I just uh, reading uh, something here. I think it's awesome. Sports Entertainment Network, us, SEN, will be broadcasting live from the 2023 Australian Gymnastics Championships. They're on the Gold Coast, Saturday, May uh, 13, from 4.30 to 7.30. Now, to watch, you can download the SEN app and stream live via SEN TV. I mean, we've just done Live Golf, which was awesome. Yeah. I wonder if Matty Rogers will be calling the uh, the gymnastics uh, this week. And he deserves it. He's, he's, he's rocketed to, the, uh, to being the number one commentator now on SEN. Of course, if you missed him calling that hole-in-one... Uh, actually, at the uh, at the Live Golf, here it is. Please pull up to the service window, please. I could also deep fry the bag. What? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Right, yeah, let's get I'm to. Just, I'm, I'm distancing myself from rat. Okay. All right. No worries. Well, he's been, he's, no, he's been on the text ripping into me tonight on oh four five seven seven three six seven three six, saying I thought I'm staying off the sugar, and it's only a rot the Vegas trip if you're not involved, mm-hmm. Jason. Uh, we're talking about having kids at old age. Uh, we had Kathy Corliss from Penrith. She had twins at 49. Robert De Niro. 48. 48. Don't give her another a year. No, I thought it was 49. Wow. Uh, Robert De Niro's had his seventh kid at the age of 79. My uh, dad passed away at 80, and I can't even imagine him, like, in that sort of... Well, there you go. Imagine you having a bouncing baby brother or sister who's a year old. Like, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. Would it? Yeah. But wow. Um, the kid's dr- name's Viagra, Rabbit Burrow Tomorrow said. Uh, yeah, it must have been on the blue pills, Fitzy says. Mm. Uh, Robert De Niro. I'd like to think Robert can do it naturally. You know what I mean? Now, Brendo says 42, about to have my first child. Brendo, good work. Yeah, that's so, great. So I wonder if it's taken Brendo a long time to I'd find love a to have partner. another kid now. You know, I was thinking about it today. Yeah. Like the, the Did you girl- act on it or not? He didn't act on it? No. Okay. I'd love to have it. 51, I'd love to have another kid. Did you act on it? No, I haven't been home yet. I've been here, so. Well, don't act on it (laughs) during the show. Mm. Um, Have a good mate. Has one big boy at 18. He just turned 57 and has two more under the age of three. What? Mm. I must admit the boys that take some serious dedication. Yeah, at least mine are girls. They, they're, they're quieter and they behave themselves. You asked the question about, I mean, is there anyone sort of Over 40. Yeah. And we've got a message here saying, well, maybe Rod Stewart, beefy from Dremoyne. What yeah. about Richard Wilkins? Did he? he did, yeah, he had he? a moulder. Um, Was it Carringbar? Yep. I had my twins at 50, twin boys. 
Well, one six two wants to know the question is: De Niro's wife seventy nine or twenty nine? Mm. Tw- twins are tough at the best of times, Jay. So I'm thinking mm. you don't sleep. But having them in a as a a really mature age would be tougher, I would think. Yes. Yes. No? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Getting wheeled into their twenty first. <laughs> I will be that old. Yeah. Good evening, gents. Having a child at 79. Oh, my God. I have seven kids. What? The oldest two, not my fault. What? <laughs> what do you mean? You must have participated. <laughs> my youngest is nine and I am 48. I am mortified that I'll be in my late 50s or potentially 60s and still likely to have some of my kids still living at home. That's from Michael. Well, don't worry. My daughter is 21. Yeah. And I'll be in my 60s before she leaves home. Oh, she's never leaving home. Yeah. Uh, at, a kid at 79 is the most selfish thing that you could do. Oh, okay. Well, let's not get serious. Good on. We should be applauding Robert De Niro for being able to, to do the deed. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's change that subject. Now, Dremoyne from MC, you mentioned that Benny Hunt playing his 300th this week. What a great accomplishment. Yeah. Um, and also about how he used to advertise for the VB aftershave. So Dremoyne MC says, is, there, is the VB aftershave, does it smell like a big night out? I don't know. It smells like jockstrap. Well, you can't say that. Well, it did. You, no, but it, it might smell nice. No. It, actually, we did have some. We did have some in our... In did our, we get a sample? We did get a sample. Oh, okay. Daddy Vass took it home. <laughs> he drank it. Yeah. It wasn't a beer, Daddy Vass. It's okay, Woods. I've come to terms with para. The fact my heart has been ripped out numbs the pain. Steve from Dubbo, uh, that's in reference to the Eels missing out on Jaden Campbell yeah, and him re-signing with uh, the Titans, which is great news for the Titans, Sats, isn't it? Absolutely. He, I, I love his response because you look at Jaden Campbell, who could go to a, a, a few clubs, not a lot of clubs, but a few clubs, and at this stage of his career probably start at fullback, his preferred position. But to sign another two years, comes off the end of next year. So he signed for 25 till the end of 26. And to know that you probably haven't got a full-time position because AJ Brimson is your best player and he's fullback. But I'm thinking that Kieran Foran, retiring whenever he retires in the next couple of years. You'd think at the end of next year. I'm thinking AJ Brimson moves up into the six eventually, a little bit like the Darren Lockyer sort of transition. And they've said to Jaden, well, Jaden, you're our number one yep. if everything goes fine. But outside of that, Jaden Campbell said, I'd miss my mum too much. Oh, nice. She'd miss me. I want to give back to the club that gave my dad an opportunity to provide for his family, which he did. In 1998, he played his debut for the Gold Coast Chargers, came back in 2007 as the first signed player for the Titans. And Satsy, his junior club is the famous Helensvale Hornets on the Gold Coast. How good is it for all those kids going through the grades at Helensvale Hornets to see one of their great players who's come through the junior ranks, went yep. to Helensvale High School, playing at the Gold Coast Titans. Wouldn't that give you some sort of motivation and inspiration to go, geez, he was only here 10 years ago. Did you say no? Did you? Yes. Would that be good? Oh, if, if it is Helensvale, they're playing rugby league, aren't they? Helensvale. Oh, no, the Hornets, no, no. The high school don't anymore, school, but the Hornets. The Hornets do. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Yeah, it would. Because, you know, we live in a world now where, You've got your premier clubs and you've got your premier rugby league schools and a lot of the kids are stockpiled into these schools where it's good to see the kid like Jaden Campbell didn't go to one of these rugby league schools. Yes. 
and has still been able to Rugby make it. League. And Braden, <laughs> Braden in Perth says, uh, enjoy the show. So happy JC signed. I've been a Titans member since 2008. Yeah, good stuff, good Braden. Stuff. Before we go to the break, Sporty Gav, uh, been a bit creepy here, buddy. Uh, hi, guys. I think Dancing with the Stars hostess Sonia Kruger had her first baby in the late 40s. Yeah, I think she did. And the sexy Kylie Minogue hasn't had a kid yet. Hasn't had a kid yet. What? <laughs> when you say yet, what do you oh, – it doesn't matter. Mm. Uh, let's go to a break. This is Sports Day. Back in a mode. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews. Wednesday night already, tomorrow night on SEN League, the Broncos travel to Melbourne. In fact, uh, they've just arrived. They're taking on the storm tomorrow night. What a great Thursday night footy game yeah. that is. We're talking about SEN uh, covering the Australian Gymnastics Championships on the Gold Coast this weekend. And Matty Rogers said, uh, let me know, because he's keen on doing after calling Liv. He said, just let me know if I'm calling the floor or the all-round so I can do my research. Mm. Talking about the Gold Coast, um, the gymnastics being on the Gold Coast, uh, Tim Zoo. I know. Yeah, he's fighting in June. Um, it's 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 actually really exciting. He wants to try and turn it into like a the Vegas of boxing. Yeah. He's fighting a Mexican called Carlos Ocampo, who's a really good fighter, actually 34, two losses. His only losses to a guy by the name of uh, Errol Spence Jr., or one of his losses, Errol Spence Jr., who's one of the superstars. He's still boxing today. You'd like to see the fight, though, like the ring set up on the beach, right? I want to see a stadium on yep. the beach, which they can do. You're, yeah, but you've got to get your tides right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You don't want to be... They would talk to the local fishermen around the GC about the tides. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want the kiddies uh, ringside yep. knee-deep in waves. True. Can't have that. True. With fishermen just casting their lines, trying to get some fish. Really quick one. DY Dragon says, at what stage in relation to the Dragons do we start saying it might be the players? You know what? A bit of everyone, yeah. That is the text of the night so far. More of your text coming up real soon. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the second big hour of the show. Scotty Sattler in fine form tonight. Jason Matthews here as well. 0457 736 736 is our text number. We want to be involved in the show, particularly from those who may be popping out kids at an old age. Uh, Robert De Niro had his seventh kid this week at the age of 79. Robert, I applaud you, but you disgust me (laughs) as well. I mean... The thought of waking... I'm sure he's not waking up to the kids, right? I'm sure he's in a different mansion to the kids. I'm sure he's got nannies running around, you know, looking after the kids. But would he be getting up and doing the 3 a.m. bottle feed, do you think? Well, we would assume that he wouldn't. But, you know, he's he's got the ability to play all these different genres and characters. So maybe 
Maybe he is. Maybe he's very hands-on. Were you a hands-on dad? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, so was I. I used to get up at – I used to, the kids used to wake – they were annoying. I mean, 2.35 a.m., me. Oh, mine was about 3.30. So I'd go to bed. I'd get home about 5.30, go to bed at 7.38. I'd get up at about 3.34, do the feeds. And back then you had DVD sats, back mm. in the old days. I ended up watching – Had Blu-ray. I had, yes, it was. <laughs> I watched the entire Sopranos box set. So my girls – were introduced to the Sopranos at about three months old. I've never watched an episode of Sopranos, oh. and my favourite movie of all time is Goodfellas. Get out. Go home. Mm. Mate, that's on report 10 in the bin. The <laughs> Sopranos is one of the greatest TV series. Anyway, anyway uh, get, make sure you get onto our socials, TikTok, Sports Day SEN. Some good stuff happening there. Instagram, SENQ, uh, Twitter, Sports Day New South Wales, and our podcast. Look for Sports Day New South Wales, wherever you get your podcasts from, because... Apparently tonight, mm. Sats is going to deliver the second greatest joke of all time because last night apparently you, you delivered a massive one. Yeah. Steve from Dubbo was all the lit, always a litmus test in relation to he speaks on behalf of the listeners. I've got to say I was really proud of my joke last night. We were walking out of the studio and Rat was still <laughs> laughing. And I, yeah, I walked with a fair bit of pride. Yeah, right. Well, we, we saved the good biz when you're not on the show. What was the joke? No, it's too long. Is it? Oh, I've got all the time in the world, Do you want mate. me to tell you? Yeah, quick. For okay. those who missed it. A guy walks into a bar with a paper bag. Yeah. Bartender says, what's in the bag? So he pulls out this little little man, about 12 inches, and yeah. put him on the and he put him on the bar, and he pulled out a little tiny piano and a little seat and starts playing piano. He goes, what's going on there? He goes, oh, pulls the, I know, this opens is the bag up and pulls the bag out and pulls a, uh, a, like a genie lamp. He says, you can make a wish. Yeah, I get this. So he... Rubs it and he says, I want a million bucks. And all of a sudden, all these ducks start arriving through the, into the bar. And he goes, I think your genie's deaf. I didn't ask for a million ducks. I asked for a million bucks. He goes, do you think I asked for a 12-inch pianist? <laughs> yeah. I see that one coming. That's a good no, you joke. didn't. That's a good joke. You though. didn't see that coming yeah, at I all. Did. Yeah, I did. I did. It's like, you're like Robert De Niro. I didn't see another pregnancy coming. <laughs> hey. Listener, did you see that joke coming? I mean, seriously, it was like... And anyway, Rooster Muzz says, Woogie, Glenn yeah. was our first ever female caller. Well, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Although Glenn's been hammering the text and machine And Steve tonight. did also say, yeah. Kathy, who was our second female yes, caller, yes. Like driving out to the riff on Great Western Highway. Thank you, Kathy. With a C or a K, we're not yep. quite sure. Yep. Give Kathy a prize, Woogie, you flog. Her prize was talking to us. <laughs> What we're else could she? We're want? actually going to give her a one of our no, we merchandise can... when we get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's either a stubby Stop, holder, yeah. a coffee, a coffee, a cafe, a coffee cup. No, we don't want a coffee or cup. a bottle opener, stubby opener. <sighs> well, cafe opens stubbies with her armpit, mm. so I think we <laughs> should. I think we should. Oh, oh, um, this man, believe it or not, listeners, has been hounding. Poor old Daddy Vass tonight mm. on 0457 736 wanting, now I'm not even making this up, wanting to be the third female on air. It's your mate, Glenn. Hey, Glenn. No, it's Glenda. Oh, it's Glenda. Hello. Hello. It's yes, Glenda. <laughs> so, Hello, what, Scott. How are you, Glenda? Hello, what, Justin. What's, what's going on tonight, Glenda? Oh, God help me. Congratulations, Scott, on your magnificent joke last night. Fantastic. And welcome back, Justin. 
Thank you, Glenda. Do you know one yeah. of our other callers, Glenn? Do you know one, Do you know him at all? Yeah, top bloke. <laughs> Sensational bloke. In fact, I might go out with him. <laughs> what anyway, about we... Glenda, how many children have you had over the age of 40? I've had none over the age of 40. I've got three beautiful daughters and I've got three sensational grandchildren. All right, now you all, is all this Glenn? Well before the age of 40. Is this Glenn or Glenda? This is Glenda. <laughs> this is Glenda. I actually like Glenda better than Glenn. So I, got, I, got, I got a bit confused then. Sorry, sorry boys. But anyway, oh, wow, nice. which was cast response in MasterChef Kitchen last night. <laughs> then Andy also did a big wow. But both Kath and the other girl got straight through the immunity challenge. I've got to admit, we've, I've got to admit we've actually jumped the shark. Tonight. I actually prefer Glenda over Glenn. <laughs> I would rather talk to Glenda. I hope Glenda calls us back tomorrow night. Yeah. Mm. Well, we have some listeners saying Glenda's a radio icon. No, Glenda. Own, no, he, Glenda is. Oh, he need, she needs her own intro. All right, well, Rain, Daddy Vass, do you mind arranging an intro for Glenda? I think mm. Glenda is a hit. Yeah. What do you think? What do you think, listeners? Glenda is wearing at the moment. Um, I'm saying double pluggers, double pluggers, and um, some lingerie. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. A nice light. Some sort of se- <laughs> some sort of sequence. Nice summer frock. Yeah. Even though it's winter. Mm. And one of those. Oh, God. Yeah, one of those winter caps that's got the fluffy bits over the ears as well. I can see that. With a. A wig? With a, with a bottle of goon. <laughs> a, a box of. A box of Riesling. Oh, God. Drink wise. 0457 736 736. I don't know where we go. Josh uh, Schuster. Has yes. lost four and a half kilos, apparently, and he's bid to return to the NRL. He mm. has been named in the extended squad for the game against the Sharks. Yeah. But Schuster did not finish training today, apparently. So uh, not sure whether that's injury-related or, or not. But Or oh, he's hungry? Well, if he's lost four and a half, if he's lost four and a half kilos, yeah. he's on the right track back. Sports update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side Brand. Uh, what about Adam Dewey? Picture of him in hospital today. Geez, you got a feel for this bloke, don't one you? One down, one to go was his post on social media today. Uh, part one done and successful. So what do you have done today? Well, he's got he's, he's got to have – there's two of the ligaments. There's the crucial ligaments being snapped. There's another ligament's been snapped as well. So basically you've got to recover from – you've got to get a swelling down first before they do the first mm-hmm. operation, hence why it's – taken this long mm-hmm. and then when you start to recover from that first operation you then got to go and get the second operation i mean he's not due back till middle next year at this stage how many operations has he had that's so tough he's had a couple of knee reconstructs but it's so tough and you go through this real dark period now where um you feel like first and foremost there's just you're just upset and then you get angry and then you get lost and then you feel as though that it's, it's going to be forgotten about mm. and it's difficult we're talking to Toby Rudolph earlier on where you're not actually part of the first grade squad either 
that's the hard part. You're not out there training with the guys. You're doing your own training, your own rehab. It gets very lonely. But you know what it can do? Mm. It really builds, and I've got no doubt he's resilient anyway, it it builds this extra layer of resilience in a player. I hope this is one of the great redemption stories, Adam Dewey. I hope when he comes back that he just, you know, he, he becomes that player that, that we've seen him up until this, this surgery. Rabbit Burrow from tomorrow. Never thought I'd see this text mm. on a sports radio show, but there's two words: fishnet stockings with double pluggers. That'll work. Yeah. How are we going, Rabbit Burrow? How are we going at the moment? It's like the main street of Darwin at times at about one thirty in the morning. Fishnet stockings and double <laughs> pluggers. Uh, Rooster Mars, we can't read that out. Hi, fellas. Wayne from Adelaide, mate of mine had had a 12 and 14 year old then he had a reversal and What's a reversal obviously is a vasectomy vasectomy so he had the two kids had a vasectomy had a reversal then had it reversed yeah and end up having a set of twins under the age of three. Oh no wow oh no mm. um adelaide how i had a reverse i had a reversal oh did you so painful i had a vasectomy after my daughter Olivia in yeah. 2001 yep and this is serious I'm not trying to be rude here but I had a female doctor and her name was well, Dr. Well, what's Sim- that got to do with it no her name was Dr. Simcock it was in Parramatta and um and then when I then I had a reversal and I've got to say I've never felt pain like it nearly worse than kidney stones really I've oh. never had that either Wow. See, I didn't I didn't get the pleasure of having kids naturally. Mine were IVF. Yeah. I've told you that story how that happened that morning, didn't I? Yeah. I can't talk about it on air. No, you can't. No. You shan't be talking about samples or anything like that. No. No. Well, I left the lid on the cup. <laughs> hey, Craig, Craig has sent us a text. Thinks that Melbourne will beat the Broncos tomorrow night and thinks that South will be on top of the table at 4.40 at full time of the Tigers game. Now, I... Yeah, that's a tough game. I reckon the Storm will bounce back. Uh, hard to beat at home. It's a hard one to pick. The Broncos it's a, such lead, a good game. Broncos leading the comp and are outsiders with, with some of the markets. Third in line for premiership betting, yeah. Yeah, so for this game against the Melbourne Storm, who are travelling okay. They're not, you know, the South did a real number on them last week, which is concerning. But they're just not quite there at the moment, Melbourne. They're not quite there. We know they'll come good, which is what's frightening about a team like that. But this is the real test for the Brisbane Broncos. They played South, got beaten. Um, that good win last week, an easy win last week. Now they play another team that's used to playing these really big, tough, marquee games. Yep. So yep. Th- this is the test for Brisbane. I think I really enjoy watching Brisbane play. I, I, I watched the Brisbane Broncos play purely, first and foremost, because of Payne Haas. I just yeah, want right. to watch yeah, him yeah, yeah. be dominant. and Bring on origin. Yeah, Come on. And then I... And then I think this is the real test for the Broncos. They go and play a team like Melbourne at home who can pull your pants down at any stage. So I think I think it's a big test for the Bunnies this Saturday, Arvo, three o'clock. You've got the Tigers coming off two two wins on the trot. Mm-hmm. They've gotten six points out of the last three weeks because they had the bye. I reckon they're feeling a lot more confident. And the good teams, and you've got to admit, South are a good team this year. This is not just me being parochial. But this is a day, this, these are kind of games that you sometimes relax. And the West Tigers have snuck up on South so many times. Mm. 
and had games go down to the last play. So I think this is a danger game for South. Yep. And, and if South win this one and and win it not well, but you know if it's a if if it's convincing win, I'll, I'll then start to believe that South are a red hot crack this year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know when they are such a dangerous side as I keep saying over the last couple of weeks is that they go to a point in the game where they say, okay. We're just not going to rest for the next 15. We're actually going to You're try. You're talking about South? South. We're yeah, going to yeah. go to another gear now. And yeah. you know, I, I reckon about round 16, you'll know you know who the real sort of I love the way you are. I love the way you blokes keep shifting it round 6. Oh, I never said round 10, 6. That's your round... mate Rat. Mate. Oh, what Rat says, it's round <laughs> 6. Hey, everyone, Rat says round 6. <laughs> listen, so... listen. Oh, in my discussions I have with Cam Murray at the buffet at the hotel, Yeah, I... I what the thing that has impressed me the most about South this year, the ability to absorb all of that defensive pressure. This isn't a South. I know I love South but, as but much no, as hear you. But hear me out. But hear me out. But in in previous years they haven't done that. Sats, you know they've come from behind, mm. but they've been absorbing all this pressure and then they've gone bang. What are you laughing at? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Bang. What am I not allowed to have an opinion? No, as a fan? no. It's just what you just said. But anyway. Right, and yeah. then. And then they start attacking and they start piling on the points. They come, yeah, yeah. It's just they, they just got so many threats across the field. So many threats. Right, yeah. Um, I'm just looking at where beefy from Moines. When you take Origin or okay, keep going, yep. Uh, boys, uh, last text night, my my wife, poor lady, we had two boys and then twin girls, all under four and a half years oh. old. He was 38. Oh. Beefy, get a TV, my friend. Yeah, around 16, round 17 is about when the origin, origin finishes. Right, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, and, and also, by the way, uh, Craig from Maine went on to say, uh, and Saturday, on Saturday, uh, and, the, and Bellamy will go around again as head coach for one more year in 2024. He doesn't think Jason Rolls will be the head coach of the Storm. Mm. Who, who is it? Um, the assistant? Mark Bretnell. Yeah. Greg Bretnell's son. He's been part of the coaching staff there for a number of years. Apparently, and if Craig Bellamy stays on as head of football, for example, head of coaching, you could you could afford to take a inexperienced head coach. Uh, but yeah, they want to try and keep it with someone that, that just knows everything, every fabric of their club. Mm. Do you know what? Uh, if Queensland win this year's State of Origin series... Which they won't. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. Even though Billy's been saying, no, I've got my... Thoroughbred company, and I'm so busy doing the commentating and yada, yada, yada. It wouldn't surprise me because Melbourne keep everything really close to their chest. They're one of the best in the comp. Mm. Um, and they never reveal anything, reveal anything that they want anyone else to know. They've been great at it. They never leak. So it, it wouldn't surprise me if Billy came out and said, well, I'm going to be an assistant coach in 2024 if Bellamy's going to coach and I'll take over in 25. It, mm. Anything out of that club wouldn't surprise me. But yep. I know that whatever decision they make – they would have done a lot of research into it. Steve from Dubbo says uh, Broncos will win in Melbourne. Um, and on the Broncos, before we move on to something else, Herbie Farmworth has been cleared to take on the Storm tomorrow night after passing a fitness test, the Savo. Uh, and Kirk Capewell will also play after passing HIA uh, protocols. That's your sports update for Polaris. Into financial year deals are on now. Get up to $3,000 free accessories. Uh, on Polaris Rangers. Now, we're meant to get into the great debate, but I don't know where the opener is. So should we just get there into it? There is no opener for it. 
Oh, it's in my folder. You, uh, you want to read out a text while I grab it out of my folder? Absolutely. Hi, Sats and Woogie. I just had the most delicious hamburger at Mayfield West Chicken and Kebab Shop, Sporty oh. Gav. Can I say, Sporty Gav, all my family live out around uh, the, the Newcastle region and out a little bit more west, out around Curry Curry and, and Maitland. My cousin has waxed lyrical about the Mayfield West Chicken and Kebab Shop. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, right. I reckon right. we should do an OB from there. Okay. Hey, let's do this. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the Great Australian Debate. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, today, we're talking about oh, the Queensland yeah. starting... Pa- oh, you know what? I just... I'm sick of the amount of talk, and we go to Queensland and New South Wales. We don't even concentrate on the New South Wales state of origin side. All we talk about is Queensland. Uh, hopefully next week, Greg Bird uh, is part of the state of larrikins. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll be, or origin of larrikins, uh, will be on next week. Bird is, is one of the larrikins of the game, and I've heard some dis- well, some shocking stuff about him over the last 24 hours on, on your radio show. But Mal Meninga was on uh, SCNQ today chatting to Benny Davis. I would play the audio, but it goes about four minutes. Uh, and I don't think Mal knows what who should be in the pack for Queensland Sats. Well, I think because Queensland are at a stage where they've they've actually got a gluttony of players they can pick from in the field, forward pack. I think the back line pretty much picks itself and still with some depth. But I think with, with Mal, of course, the most successful origin coach of all time, will never be beaten, I don't think. His forward pack is along the lines of Tino and Lindsay Collins' front row. So you tick those off? Uh, well, yeah, I'd have Josh Papali starting, but this is Mal's. Okay, Tino and Collins starting. Kafusi and Catewell in the second row. Pat Carrigan at lock. Who's hooker? Well, this is where he said he leaves out Christian Welsh, Tom Gilbert, Jeremiah Nano, who probably leaves himself out because of suspension. But he'd go into game one with one hooker only. You'd not have Grant or Hunt. You've got to pick one of them. I agree with that. As a Blues supporter, yeah. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> and on the bench, he had uh, Fafida, because of his form this year, Josh Papali'i, Corey Horsburgh, and Ruben Cotter as well. So, I mean, you can't you can't argue against Mal. He knows everything about selection at origin level. So, How would you change that? I, I'd have Papali'i starting, and the reason why is because the opposition looked through the corner of their eyes. At Josh Papali. I thought he was great last week for Canberra. He's been a little bit quiet up until now, but last week I thought he was really good. So big Tino and Papa. And Papa only plays about a minimum of about 15 to 16 minutes in origin, but they're the, they're the minutes that you want him to intimidate people. kafusi uh, has got people looking through the corner of his eye, the way that he's been playing with the, the Dolphins. So the halves would be always wondering whether they're going to cut one up around the, the kidneys. Kate will can cover centre if he has to. There's an argument you might have Capewell on the bench and let him cover back row and centre. Mm. Pat Carrigan picks himself. I think Fafita deserves to be picked. And really? Yeah. Has it, he been playing that well? Yeah, he's been really good. He's found a sense of maturity in his game that, you know, this is one little area of his game and both Rat and I picked it up when calling the game on Sunday night. Tackle one, Tino Fasul Malawi or Mo Fatawaka run the ball up. Tackle Mo, two. How good was Mo? To tackle two, David yep. Fafida. Now, David Fafida in the past hasn't taken tackle two. He's just hung out. He's just willing, edges, to, get his, yeah. he's willing to get himself, you know, really. But would New South Wales fear playing David Fafida? I think if with his athleticism, his power game, his skill level, and the way that he's playing at the moment, I think coming off the bench, if you've got a, if you've got a couple of really tired front rowers or 
couple of halves have been battered around a little bit throughout the game, and you bring him on the field at the back end of the first half, uh. his speed and power is it's, – um, and now that he's starting to put it all together – He's, well, a, he's a huge threat. Mal says he's a non-negotiable. I, as a New South Wales supporter, I'd be delighted if David Fafita is chosen. Be careful what you wish for. No, go for it. Mm. We Could, will belt the crap out I'll of it. I'll tell him. you what, Tom Gilbert would be hard to leave out. Well, that's I would fear Tom Gilbert more than David Fafita. Corey Horsburgh is going to be discussed at great length because of his form for the Raiders. Um, so mm. they're in a situation, Queensland, from a – from a forward pack point of view, that they've got a fair few to, ch- to choose from. Well, you have to be favourites for Origin. The, well, you can't, actually, you actually, can't play this underdog no, no. thing anymore. I was looking at some of the odds yesterday. It was just over the series. And I think to win the series 2-1, Queensland were were favourites. Well, you have to be. Yeah. First game in Adelaide, of course. Second game at Suncorp. New Sa- and that, that's the reason, right? And also, New South Wales have got some injuries to some key players. Just got to win game one. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. True. History tells you win game one, you win the series. Well, yeah, and if New South Wales lose game one this year, it's over. No, second, it's not. Well, second it's not game over. Is, second game is Suncorp. See, you are the prophet of doom. Why are you so pessimistic? Honestly, where's Rat? Um, Can he work listen, Wednesday nights as well? <laughs> listen, oh, he's, going, he's, going, he's texting like a 14-year-old girl tonight. Um, this is a nice text from Kirk. Uh, we've got to go to a break, by the way. I'll finish on this high. Jason, I'm a big fan. I don't always agree with what you say. First of all, can I what, just say, first what, of all, what? you can't read text messages Shut about up. yourself. I love that you push things to the limit. I don't know what I've done. Freedom of speech is a rare thing, and I hate all the do-gooders that are giving you a hard time. Yes, I hate them too. Mm. Keep pushing it to the limit, bro. Cheers, boys. Uh, go the Tigers, I think. Well, I don't agree with that bit. And then, do, so that's, do you want to read out some of your cards for your birthday and everything as well that family <laughs> sends you? Or? So that that's a nice text. And then you get this from Nick from Newcastle. Does Woogie believe in aliens? Oh, last night we were talking about conspiracy theories. All right. See, rats are mad conspiracy theorists. Yeah, right. He doesn't think anyone landed on the moon. Doesn't he? No, he's just he thinks there's UFOs. He's an imbecile. He thinks there's UFOs. Oh, uh, he thinks there's other. People living in other galaxies. And Did he spend the weekend at Daddy Vass's house? Just because he, he's built and looks like E.T., it doesn't mean that he has to believe in aliens. That'll do me. Break time. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler in fine form tonight. Jason Matthews here as well. 0457 736 736. We'll get into your texts. Uh, but before we do, is Matty Rogers on the phone? He has called up. He's on the line. Oh, uh, here he is. Hello, Rat. E.T. Home phone. There you go. Uh, There's uh, Matt Rogers who believes in aliens. I've heard it all now. Mm. Is that a is that a question we have to ask when we're uh, looking for people for work? It's like, do you believe in aliens? Do Steve you believe from, people oh. landed on the moon? Well, I do. Of course they did. And Rack goes, well, how come we've never been back? Because we've already been there. We don't need to go back. That's a good point of rats. Uh, it, it, this is when you know the oh, yeah. show tonight, guys, has jumped the shark. Yep. 
I love you boys. And Miss Abby did go to jail on Dance Mums. I, I don't even know where that's come. Thanks again, Rooster Mungrel, Steve from Dubbo, and Danger from Cairns. Yep. And my thousands, nay hundreds of followers for your support. Love you, Glenda. Mm. Glenda was an amazing guest tonight. Much better than Glenn. I think Glenn has uh, has left the show, and Glenda's now the the one to go to. Um, Muzzy says, Woogie and Worm, did you blokes know an Aussie bloke named Les Collie? Holds a record for the oldest father. He had his ninth child at the age of 92. I remember Cliff Young. Remember Cliffy Young that won the... Yeah, the shuffler. Sydney to Melbourne uh, marathon. Yeah. I think he had a baby, like, in his late 50s or something like he that. He was old, yeah, yeah. And he had a much younger wife, yeah. It's off the back of, the reason we're talking about this, it's off the back of uh, Robert De Niro having his seventh kid. Seventh child, yeah. At 79. Hey, mm. guys, apparently, I was talking about that Ben Hornby rumour going around that he would take over at the Dragons in two to three weeks, and I said, ah, oh, these journos and, and rumours, I guess. Well, that rumour actually started by an SCN reporter who saw Hornby have a serious phone call in the lobby of a hotel. What well, so... Wait, because someone's on the phone, is this another Jimmy Smith rumour? Because someone's on having a serious chat on the phone, that means they're doing a deal with the Dragons? Mm. Didn't hear anything, but it was a serious call. <laughs> now, that's not reporting, but it's how rumours start. That's, that's from hamstrings. Yeah, good call, hamstrings. Yeah. I'll get to the bottom of that. Yeah. Uh, good evening, gents. We spoke about earlier, early, David <laughs> Tour, when he was on Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. And they said, do you want a vow? He goes, yeah, I want to know. And then when, when the O came up. And he said, I got it. It's uh, awesome. <laughs> and Mark says, good evening, gents. The awesome foursome was spelt with an O yeah, in right that no. Wheel of Fortune. Jimmy Smith has been attacking Scott Sattler and I uh, personally uh, on the radio uh, about our view on whether rugby league could be played in the US. Now, Sat, you have fresh information today. Whether it's true or not, I don't care. But apparently the fields are a lot narrower. And they are shorter, but you can shorten the in-goal areas. But well, there, there's still, still narrow. there is still a minimum and maximum that you've got to have the in-goals and also from sideline to sideline. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know where the NRL has actually gone over and measured both stadiums in yep. Vegas. If anyone – more reports, they're, they're it's not, not wide gonna, enough. But it's not going to be in the, the Las Vegas – Rams. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. In the in the Los Los Vegas. No, it it won't Raiders be. One. It will not be in there. I guarantee no, well, it. Well, that's where they're initially planning to have. Yeah, it. they're planning that, mm. but it's not. It's going to happen at some primary school <laughs> with a tuck shop. I'm telling you now. What about that crappy ground they played the State of Origin at in Long Beach? Long Beach, California. Yeah, it's horrible. Daniel said, "Hey, sorry, gents. I'm siding with Jimmy Smith regarding the Las Vegas venture." The NRL's foray into the U.S. isn't just a sugar hit. Sugar is Joel Kane going. <laughs> and it's a part of a long-term strategy, which includes setting up a viable pathway program to identify athletes who have missed out on the NFL, NBA, track and field squads, who have a skill set who can make the transition to league. Won't happen, Daniel. Yeah. I'm, you are our smartest listener, and I, we re- but it won't happen. We've, <laughs> we've tried that before with some... Yep. NFL players. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Glenn, not the... Not it's the, a little not, bit like our rugby league players going over and trying to play NFL. Yeah. Well... Too difficult. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, not Glenda. Um, I'm 45 with two. My eldest daughter is 16. I'm too busy sitting on my rocking chair with a shotgun, keeping the boys away from her. Prison time if one boy comes close to my princess. How am I going to go with two? Yeah, um, I, I dread the day that they get boyfriends. Well, if they got your personality, you won't have to worry. <laughs> Who do you reckon will get a boyfriend first, Ari or Armani? Oh, Ar- Armani. What Easy. Time? 
Yeah. No, Armani, easy, every day of the week. Oh, you're cruel. Um, my mate Scott from Eastwood has a seven-year-old and he's 60. Yeah, Beefy. Wow. Um, okay, you guys are nuts. That's why I love your show so much. So does my partner. Now listens every night, Dremoyne MC. Uh, thank you, Dremoyne uh, MC. You guys need to talk to each other more. Okay? Do you, and um, not rely on us to make you smarter because that's not happening. So instead of the last laugh tonight, yeah, we're going to... I've got, got a great story. It's actually well, not a joke tonight. It's a story. I think we should tuck Dremoyne MC and his miso into bed at the end of the show. Yeah. You know, like, who was it? Big Ted? No. What was that? Prime Big Dog. Possum? Big Dog. Big Dog. From NBN. Yeah. We should tuck him in tonight. Mm. Well, that's a little bit creepy. I, 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 not... Not act, or we should send Glenda. I can understand why. Oh, don't send Glenda in the fishnet stockings and the double pluggers, and the sequence told shoulder uh, top with. It's off the shoulder, isn't it? Oh, it's got those little shoulder pads from the eighties in it. You know the padded shoulder pads. Older child, I had my first at twenty-two years old. My second is this the snip one? Don't know. You're reading it from Brizzy Brian. No, uh, I had my first at twenty-two. Second at twenty-five. Uh, 35s, I got the snip. Best thing I ever did. Couldn't imagine raising kids when you are over 40. Here, here, Brizzy Brian. Yeah, you don't want to be having kids over 40. Mm. That's your time, Brizzy Brian. Not the kids. All right, one more, Sats. Okay, hi, Sats and Jace. Only way the Bunnies game this week is a danger game is if West's are allowed to bring guns and knives onto the field. I'm nervous about it. South Sydney to thump West by at least 40-plus. Graham, Tass, Cody, AJ to give those Tigers Cubs a right bath. On. That's Doc Lombardi and Dubbo. A-League update. Do you reckon Doc Lombardi and Steve know each other? Oh, perhaps, yeah. Uh, first week of the A-League finals, Sydney FC knocked out the Western Sydney yes. Wanderers with a 2-1 uh, victory. Comes down to four sides now as the Mariners face Adelaide while Sydney FC battle Melbourne City. Who'll go the distance? Search A-League tickets. Break time. When we come back, Simon Orchard from Greyhounds, New South Wales. Got a bit of news on fat pizza, plus a couple of tips for Winnie Park. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back uh, to the show, thedogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. What are you really gambling with? Uh, We're going to get an update on Fat Pizza Kitties. Just gather around the wireless. We'll get to that real soon. (laughs) In the meantime, Simon Orchard joining us from uh, Greyhounds New South Wales. Simon, welcome, mate. All roads this week lead to Dubbo for feature racing. Yeah, you're spot on, boys. Uh, look, great teaser there on Fat Pizza as well. Big, big news about the pizza. But mm. first, mate, the brother Fox, as you said, heads to Dubbo. We've just come off the back of that 7.15. What an effort for Zipping Orlando and Connections, winning what is one of the closest staying races I've seen in some time. So that was wonderful on Saturday night at the Gardens. But the big news this week, fellas, Dubbo is hosting the Brother Fox and none other than She's a Pearl is heading out there to the Central West to try and win this $50,000 series. So we know She's a Pearl. She's probably the best greyhound in New South Wales at the moment. And she's not alone, boys. There's some other great dogs. Windra All Class and Embrace are both Group 1 winners. They're heading out there as well. The defending champ, 
Zipping Maserati will try and go back-to-back in the series. It used to be called the Dubbo Gold Cup, fellas, but then it was renamed the Brother Fox after one of the greatest greyhounds to ever run around. And there's a bunch of great dogs in the race as well, other than um, those headliners that I've mentioned. Not only that, boys, there's also a really good race called the Peg and Bill Miller Memorial Race. It's worth 20 grand, and it's to honour Peg and Bill Miller, who are uh, who were wonderful servants of the greyhound industry out there in the Central West. So, look, it's a really good card. It's a really great um, uh, series of events for the country folk to get around, and not just them. The city-class dogs are heading out there as well, and the feature racing just continues. It feels like every week we're giving away check after check after check, and we absolutely love it. Now, these marquee dogs like She's a Pearl and, and Co. Shyman, how, how often are they racing? Are they racing every week? Yeah, typically they are. Look, I guess the the thing that you probably don't see, you obviously watch them run around, you have your bets or whatever you want to do, but a lot of these trainers boys do the hard yards. So, for instance, Windra All Class is trained by Dan Gatt. He drove out to Dubbo from Sydney yesterday just to give Windra All Class a look at the track. So she has a run around by herself. He drives all the way back to Sydney and gets her ready for the heats on Saturday night. And She's a Pearl did the same thing on Monday. So, look, there's heaps of yards in the car. A lot of these trainers are doing five or six-hour trips to get back and forth. And it's likewise for the trainers out there in Dubbo as well. So they'll be travelling their dogs back and forth. So you might see them race once a week, typically, the good ones, um, over the 500-metre distance. The short-class dogs over 300 metres, they might go around twice if they're all fit and sound and well. Fat Pizza, the adopted dog for Sports Day. Come on. Yeah, so it raced uh, <laughs> a few days ago. got a sixth. Raced again today. How'd it go? At Richmond. How did it go? Yeah, look, that number six, uh, that that's really ringing true for Fat Pizza. You just can't... You just can't get there, fellas. The sad part about today's effort was his time was almost eight lengths outside his personal best. If he ran the time that he ran last week at Richmond, he would have won the race, boys, but he just can't put it Where'd all Where'd he come? He had, yeah, he came sixth again. Today. Oh. Uh, today. Look, you've watched the replay, just missed the start. It's always hard from there. He had no luck around the first bend. And a really interesting um, little thing you notice about Pat Pizza, boys, if you watch the replay, he's actually wearing blinkers, which... Well, he can't see. <laughs> What's the point? That might be the issue. <laughs> that might be the issue. Look, you see it a lot in the thoroughbreds. The blinkers go on, and that's typically a sign that the horse is ready to go. And the dog world, it, do, it does happen often, uh, every so often. Not a lot, but you do see um, occasionally dogs donning the shades. Fat Pizza has them on, but it didn't help him. 62 starts, zero wins, 14 seconds and 18 thirds. But, fellas, the big news. I've been on the phone to Nick Kilner, the trainer of Fat Pizza, today. Mm. He has nominated him for the Richmond Straight Track on Saturday. Yes. But he thinks Gosford, Tuesday, 600 metres. He's all over the place with his distances, but he reckoned that might be his best chance of getting a win. And he also said he's very very aware that uh, there's a record at stake here, 107 starts without a win. That's trial by combat. That's who he's got in his crosshairs. I can I can get where he's getting a little bit confused here, Nick Kilner, because he just after sixty one wins, just can't find Fat Pizza's right distance. <laughs> now I'm looking at the after sixty one races, yeah, you mean? I'm looking at yeah. um, sixty one yeah. races, I should say. I'm just looking at the field that it raced against today. Now yeah. prize money, yeah. Fat Pizza has won nearly eleven thousand. Which is pretty good. It raced yeah. against dogs mm-hmm. that have prize money zero, prize money hundred dollars. Prize money three hundred and forty dollars. Prize money zero. Yep. So Fat Pizza is yeah. the rich yeah. 
dog yeah. running around with sunnies on, I'm hearing today. <laughs> yeah. Mate, listen, is it true Fat Pizza today stopped for a kebab halfway down the straight? Is that is, Did that happen? <laughs> Uh, look, I love Nick. Nick Kilner, as I said, the trainer, loves this dog to death. Uh, it's his big day out every time he takes him to the races. And he's a beautiful dog as well. I've seen him in the flesh. Uh, and he looks like he looks like he's got a win in him at some stage, boys. And look, they can't all win. We, we should, you know, we should mm. say you need seven losers in every dog race. Someone has to win. Oh, but no. Fat Pizza, surely his turn is coming up soon. We've got to do later. a show. I reckon at some stage this year. We've got to do it, an outside broadcast from one of Fat Pizza's races. Well, if we get to near that 107 <laughs> mark or whatever it is, then we've got to do that yeah. one. Yeah. Because we, so. want, we want to get the kids, the kids of Australia, Fat Pizza, this is a special message for you. The kids of Australia are pulling for you. Yep. They want you to win, dog. <laughs> do it. Mm. You can do it. You can get up. Uh, you could get Paulie Fennick, wasn't he, the creator of Fat Pizza, the TV well, show yeah, down yeah. trackside as well. Yeah, see, Simon Orchard's a We need an inspirational man. speaker. We get someone like Brooke Hansen in there who's got a dodgy neck at the moment. She can get in there, have a chat to the dog <laughs> and say, Fat Pizza, you're not fat. Go for it. <laughs> right here. Uh, tips oh, for Wenty Park tonight. <laughs> yeah, tips for Wenty Park. We go from Fat Pizza to uh, a couple of Rolls Royces. Here, fellas. Race six, number two, Rocket Riot. Oh, sorry, I should say, by the way, this is a Pete Legagioni double. So Pete Legagioni trains both of these dogs. Pete Legagioni, for those who are unaware, has won two million-dollar chases. He's the million-dollar man, and every time he steps a dog out, it's usually got a pretty good chance. So race six, number two, Rocket Riot, into race eight, number one, French Martini. Uh, A lot of people would know French Martini. She's an absolute star. She's back after a little break. I reckon you can multi those up. They're pretty short, about a dollar sixty each at the moment, but you'd probably get over three bucks for race six, number two, Rocket Riot, into race eight, number one, French Martini tonight Beautiful. at Wenty Park. Rightio, the dogs.com.au, the home of everything Greyhound racing in New South Wales. What are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Simon, hopefully we'll be chatting about a win for Pat Fat Pizza, not Pat Pizza. Uh Fat Pizza next week here on Sports Day. Pizza's all around. Hurry, boys. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Before we get into the last laugh, uh, Jeremy from West Pennant Hills on the line. G'day, Jeremy. Hi, how are you? Good, good, Is there a North Pennant Hills? No, mate, okay. no, 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 none of that dumb stuff. Have you yeah, got a new so phone? Mark's been calling you. Have you got a new no, phone? Mate, no, 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 no. Used to sound like the fugitive. Yeah, no, you're just jealous because I've got a better radio voice than you. Yeah, mate. true. I agree. I agree. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> just get on with your story. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you know how there's that O for O is for awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Nineteen ninety-two. It's act. Yeah. It's actually O is for Olsen. As in Olsen Filipana. Oh, he did say O for awesome, but didn't he? No, no, no. He said O is for Olsen, but everyone thought he said said awesome. No. Yeah. Yeah, I promise you, he played in the same junior club that what Olsen Filipana played. There you go. All right, we've got to go, Jeremy. Thanks for filling that up. Uh, See you later, sexy voice. That's all right. All right, mate. See you, mate. Bye. 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 There goes the... 
like he was the fugitive. <laughs> He's got a deep voice, hasn't he? Uh, Matt Rogers is on the phone. He wants to add to this. E-T- <laughs> hey, on, um, on people who have who have babies in where, like yes. Robert Niro, 79, yeah. has had his seventh kid. Yeah, yeah. Adrian Vowell is one of our lure listeners, former Origin player. I think, he he's ha- I think he's had a kid in every decade. Well, has it Matt Rogers? Yeah, true. True. Yeah, there you go. Hey, just quickly, by the way, uh, Rooster Mars, good pickup. Uh, Fat Pizza did run third today. And Simon Orchard did know that, but he got it wrong. He got it wrong. He ran sixth the other day. It, yes. it runs every day. Every three days. Righty, let's do this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. This is, I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours. It's Sats. actually not a joke. This is a story. On the weekend, uh, driving on the road, Daddy Vass, and I saw a guy that was selling, you know, they sell fruit and avocados, all that sort of stuff, and there's a guy selling um, lobster tails. I went, and, and my wife loves seafood. Why? $2 for a lobster tail. And so I paid my $2, and the guy says, well, once upon a time, there was this lobster. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? What are you laughing at? That's rubbish. That's good. That's rubbish. It's unexpected. So you didn't see that coming. That's why it's a good joke. Well, I didn't see the other one coming. That was good too. So Woogie's, Woogie's just got a sick mind. No, he doesn't concentrate. No, I've, he always, heard, I've heard the He's always looking before. for texts about him. Hey, gentlemen, he can listen. you give a bit of insight into the zipping dogs? There are a lot of those around yeah, Raider Gym. Yeah, thanks for... A lot of pearls as well. Yeah. Mm. Uh, it's like the boom horses. Got to go. Uh, grab a podcast of the show. Uh, you can grab that wherever you grab podcasts from. Look for Stay New South Wales. Good job today, Daddy, getting Toby Rudolph and and Simon Orchard. Uh, Thanks, mate. Good great to see job. you. I thought Sa- you saw the buffet. With, uh, see you tomorrow night. Kim, Kim Daddy. Murray. Hey, Daddy, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> We're back tomorrow night. See you then, everybody. <laughs> Good night.